Hey there, Koejo here, and I understand that running your own Facebook ads can be quite complicated and intimidating, and yet, at this point, you're not ready to hire out Facebook ad management. So, if this is you, I can teach you how to run your own Facebook ads. One-on-one, -on -one, unlimited support over the next 28 days. We will have three Zoom calls, and in between those calls, you get all the support and all my strategies I will audit your graphics, your ad copy, make sure that you're set up the way that's working best for my clients. We'll take care of all the analytics. I will coach you step by step how to troubleshoot ads, how to know when to scale, and how to read all the signs so that you're equipped to run successful lead magnet campaigns and profitable sales campaigns and registration campaigns for your launch or what have you. If you need this kind of support from me right now, then click the link in the show notes below. It's the art of online business forward slash call. I've been doing this all along, but now the offer is just focused on helping you run your successful ad campaign within the next 28 days and the next five people get a pretty nice discount. All right, the link is in the show notes below. Back to the episode. Welcome to the Art of Online Business Podcast. My name is Rick Mulready, and I'm an online business coach, Facebook and Instagram ads expert, lifestyle entrepreneur, and I'm a total coffee snob as well. Each week, you're going to learn actionable strategies, mindsets, and tips that take the guesswork out of growing and scaling a profitable online business so that you can truly become an entrepreneur with impact. This podcast is your secret weapon for fast-tracking the growth of your online business. Let's do this. Hey, my friend, it's Quick Tip Friday. That's right. It's Quick Tip Friday. Welcome back to the show. I don't know why I just whispered to you. I'm in a weird mood right now, and that's what I decided to do. Thank you so much, as always, my friend, for tuning back into the show. Super appreciate you. I hope this finds you and your family safe and well. And I want to jump right into today's quick tip because this is a question I get all the time. Now, if you've never heard a quick tip episode here on the podcast, where the heck have you been? <laughs> I'm just kidding. This is episode number 452 of the show, and uh, we're just getting started, my friends. And so today, as we end what has felt like seven years in one year here in 2020, I thought it'd be a good time to start to talk about how to be approaching 2021. In this quick tip episode, I want to share with you uh, how I look at scaling uh, Facebook and Instagram ads. And there's some new things, not really new things, but different approaches that we've found to be working really, really well. And what you will find, though, if you have been listening for a while or in any of my programs, Accelerator or OTO or what have you, then you know a lot of this stuff is, is the same, right? But a lot of people don't want to do the work that when it comes to scaling. You know, people just want to pour more money into it, add more budget, which is a effective way to scale. However, that's just one small piece of scaling your Facebook and Instagram ads, right? And so... Today, I want to break down how I look at and how I recommend that you look at scaling your Facebook and Instagram ads in 2021, 2021, okay? I don't know why I just said 2021. 
2021. <laughs> All right. And the first thing that you have to understand when it comes to scaling your ads is this is about patience. This is about testing and experimenting and trying different things out. You've got to be patient. This is where the mindset part comes in. And this is where knowing your numbers. Hopefully, you know by now I'm a numbers guy. I'm not a techie guy. I'm a numbers guy. And it's all numbers, right? I had a call this morning. I had a uh, uh, my monthly coaching call with, uh, with me, with the OTO members, the Optimize members. And, you know, one of the conversations that came up was if you're not doing well, if you have an evergreen funnel going and sales are down, you know, week over week, like, what does that mean about you? I mean, it's like, Ugh, am I, am I not good at what I do? No, it means nothing about you unless the meaning that you give it. If you, if you look at those numbers and say, oh, they're not very good. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not a smart marketer. I'm not a funnels person. I'm not, I should be just give up. No, we don't want to make that. We don't want to make that give things like that. The meaning, a meaning, it just means that it gives you direction on what to look at. It's just numbers. It's just data. The data is allowing you to dictate what moves you need to make in order to start making improvements or double down on what's working, etc. And so when you're scaling your ads, that's what this is about. That's what it's about testing. It's about being patient and experimenting and trying things and tracking the numbers so you know what's working and what's not working, okay? Now, when you think about scaling, you have to, the first thing you need to realize is, well, at what point should, quote unquote, you start thinking about scaling, okay? And so number one, the way I look at it and what I recommend for you, after your ads, have been running for at least three days or three days from when you made your last edit to your ads, okay? So, I mean, at least three to five days, then you can start looking at, all right, whether I should scale. So this is where the optimization comes in. This is where you start making changes to your ads, whether you are looking to improve what's not working or you're looking to scale what is working. Okay, so that's, that's the first thing is don't think about scaling any of your ads until they've been running for at least three to five days. That's number one. The second thing is if your lead cost is in line with your KPI, your key performance indicator. If your lead goal cost is saying, whatever, $6 and you're getting $3 leads, okay, we're onto something here. Now, remember, if you're tracking sales, that's really what's most important, your cost per sale. But I realize that most people listening, most are not quite at that point where you're tracking a sale. But if you are though, if your ads are at least 2X profitable, right? So if you're spending $100 and then you're making $200, okay? Then you want to be definitely looking at scaling. If the rest of your stats are really good, like your conversion rate and the landing page, et cetera, your link click-through rate, if your overall performance of your ads are doing well, then you want to think about scaling, okay? Now, the initial stat that we're looking at is your lead cost. What's your cost per lead? Your cost per result is the same thing when you're doing conversions as your objective. Ideally, though, you're looking at sales. Like, what is it costing me to get a sale? And then you're scaling from there. 
Okay. And so if you are not sure of what your lead cost KPI should be, meaning your goal, your key performance indicator, then I want you to think about reverse engineering your launch funnel. And I'm going to do a whole different episode, quick tip episode about that exact topic. So if you've been launching for a while, you're going to know roughly what cost per lead that you've been getting, right? And so did that cost per lead work for you during the launch? If it didn't, okay, what needs to change? If it did, awesome. And especially if you've been launching for a while, you now have a benchmark on your lead cost because that's going to give you information towards and going to inform your earnings per lead. So your earnings per lead is total revenue divided by the number of registrants that you had for your launch. So let's just say that your earnings per lead was $50 and your cost per lead for that launch was $10. Well, your cost per lead, your cost to get somebody into your launch was $10. Your earnings per each one of those leads was $50. That's a nice delta between those two, right? And if you've done three launches, well, you start to look at averages on your cost per lead and then your earnings per lead. And that starts to inform what you want to do to scale next time, okay? Or if you've got, you know, if you're doing evergreen lead magnets or something like that, that's what you want to try to figure out. What is your benchmark? What is it costing you to eventually get a sale? So that's what you want to start thinking about before you even start scaling, okay? Is it even worth you scaling? Should you be scaling? And thinking about those things in order to make that determination. Now, all right, let's just say you are going to be scaling. I like to look at what I call the optimized scaling matrix. Sounds all scary, but all this really is, and you've heard me talk about this before, think about it from like an X and Y axis, okay? So vertical scaling up and down versus the going wide and the horizontal scaling. So let's break that down. Let's break each one of those down. So when it comes to the vertical scaling, so the up and down, this is where most people focus their scaling efforts. This is increasing your daily budget. This is adding more money in. And so if you're going to do that, I do recommend that you do that. Now you want to do it gradually, roughly 20 to 30% of your daily budget at a time. And then you want to wait again before you make any more changes, at least another three days. The biggest mistake people make here is that they make too big a jump in their budget. So let's just say you're running, whatever, $50 a day. It's doing really well on this ad set. And you're like, holy cow, this ad set's doing really well. Let's bump that. Let's crank that bad boy up. And you make a jump to like $150 a day. Let's well, too big a jump for Facebook's delivery system. Your results are going to go out the window because you've made too big a jump. So instead, you want to increase that budget about 20 to 30%. Okay, so like 10 to $15. And then you got to wait again and then to see how it's doing. Okay, so that's the first thing to be thinking about for vertical scaling. The other thing you can do, another thing you can do, I should say, is you can duplicate that ad set that is working well. And then on the newly duplicated ad set, you can set a higher budget on that new ad set. So that's one way to make the bigger jump as opposed to the original one. So if your original ad set is $50 and you want to get, you want to crank up the budget because it's doing so well, 
one thing that you can test to see if it works for you is to duplicate that ad set and then set the new budget for that duplicated ad set at a higher level, like say $100 or what have you. Okay. Now, the third way, and this is kind of the newer, more advanced kind of way. Again, CBO has been around for a long time. This is not something new, but it kind of became more widely used here in 2020. Originally, early in the year, Facebook was going to default how we set a budget for our campaigns using the campaign budget optimization option. <laughs> it's a mouthful. All that means is we set the budget at the campaign level. So if we want to be spending $100 a day and we have five ad sets, traditionally, we've said, okay, we got five ad sets. I'm going to do $20 a day in each of those ad sets, which gives me my $100 a day total. Campaign budget optimization, what you would do is you would set the $100 at the campaign level, and then you've got five ad sets in there and with any number of ads that you put in there. Okay. I don't want to get go down that this is a different episode. And then Facebook's delivery system or the algorithm, all the same thing, would optimize your spend across the ad sets and across the ads that make up that campaign. So you're giving the delivery power, if you will, over to Facebook's algorithm, which is much smarter than us. So that is one way to scale. So basically, and again, I don't want to get too far into this right now because this is a, I could talk forever about this, but essentially what you're doing when you're scaling, if you want to go to and, and leverage campaign budget optimization for scaling, which is something that I definitely recommend is you are testing, you know, you're testing your different interest targeting, like, you know, um, your individual, like people interested in Wall Street Journal or Tony Robbins or what have you right? And then you find your winners of the audiences. And then one thing that you can do is you can group them together in one larger ad set in the campaign budget optimization campaign, right? And now you set a bigger budget at the campaign level. And then you could also, if you're testing like different lookalikes, like 1%, 3%, whatever, and you find your winners, then you can have another ad set of your lookalikes, See what I'm saying here? And so you're creating larger audiences and you're letting Facebook's algorithm scale that for you. So again, this is a little bit more advanced as you can see here, but basically it's leveraging CBO as a scaling opportunity, okay? So that's another way. Now we shift into the horizontal scaling. And this is really where the gold is, if you will, but yet... This is the part that most people don't want to do because this is more work. And so the reason we call it horizontal scaling is because you're going wider. You're going, you're taking what's working right now. And now you're looking at different things to be testing out. So new creative, meaning new images, new videos, new copy. You're testing new angles of your copy. So this is creative scaling. Creative meaning like the ads themselves. Most people don't want to do that work. Most people don't want to write, test new copy or create new images or new videos or what have you. But this is one of the best ways to begin scaling your ads because now you're finding new people within the audiences that you're already targeting who the new, whatever, the new angle that you're using in the copy or the new copy or the new image or what have you, 
it's resonating with the new versions that you're testing. Whereas the original ones maybe didn't, they, it didn't resonate with them and they didn't do anything with it. So now you introduce something new. Ah, now you got them. Okay, I don't mean that in a negative way. So basically creative scaling is one of the best ways to be scaling your ads. The other thing to do is to find new target audiences. So what you're doing is you're using things like audience insights, free tool right, right there inside of Ads Manager to find additional interest targets that are similar to your best performing interest audiences. If Tony Robbins is doing really well for you, well, what other audiences might be similar to Tony Robbins? And so that's another way. So now you start targeting, the, you're leaving Tony Robbins running, right? Because that's working for you. But now you're finding more audiences, additional audiences that are similar to Tony Robbins. And you start testing those audiences. And then you find out what works for those. And you're like, oh, um, I don't know, Robert Kiyosaki. That one works really, really well. Because, oh, because you started testing that. And then whatever, I don't know, Jack Canfield. That one didn't work so well. Okay, found one out of that audience, meaning Richard, uh, Robert Kiyosaki, excuse me. And that you start doing that. Like, okay, that's doing well. Let's find another, another audience that's similar to that one. See what I'm doing here? I'm kind, of, I'm kind of mining the data and I'm finding new options from which to test out. From a creative aspect, meaning the ads themselves, the copy, the angles, the image, et cetera, and then also new target audiences, okay? Obviously, lookalike audiences are a great way to scale because as you're building, let's just say you're running a lead magnet or you're running, yeah, let's just say you're running a, ads for a lead magnet, you're building your list. Now, you can begin creating a lookalike audience of the people who are opting in for your lead magnet. That's really powerful because now you're finding new, fa- new audiences on Facebook and Instagram that are similar to the people who are opting into your lead magnet. Okay. And then the final way that I think about scaling your ads is leveraging the breakdown option inside of Ads Manager. So it's right next to the like the performance dropdown on the right hand side of your Ads Manager. The breakdown is what allows you to look into and see which age range is performing the best, for example, which placement is performing the best. Right. So let's just say you're doing all placements. And I don't know, all of your results are coming from, say, like, I don't know, Instagram newsfeed or Instagram stories or whatever it is, right? And within that, your age range that's performing really well is like uh, 35 to 44. Okay, cool. That could be a brand new ad set for you that you're only targeting, you know, 35 to 44 people who are interested in Tony Robbins, let's just say, and your placement is one or two of the placements that are performing the best, okay? I like to use that as like a a bottom of my priorities here, but I do like to look at that because that is an option that I can use to do a deeper dive into what's working within the target audiences that I'm targeting, okay? So that is how I look at scaling my ads. And that's how I recommend that you begin to look at scaling your ads in 2021. Now, as you notice here, there's work involved here, right? This is what separates the people who are going to be successful with their ads and the people who are not going to be successful because most people aren't going to want to do the work. Most people are just going to, you know, add more budget and then that's, that's it. That's the only thing that they're doing. 
But when you actually take the time to come up with new versions of copy, new angles that you can test, new images, new video, et cetera, the creative scaling is super, super powerful. And then in addition, leveraging campaign budget optimization when you're scaling after you've already found the winners, right? So when I'm setting up my campaigns originally, when I'm testing, I am still setting up, I'm still using the budget at the ad set level. Some people are calling it like ABO now, ad set budget optimization, which I think is pretty interesting. So that is how I think about scaling my Facebook and Instagram ads. And that's how I think that you should be looking at that as well in 2021. Why? Because it works. It works. That's when it's, that's what's going to allow you to uh, spend more money, right? Without ruining the results that you are getting. Cool. Uh, before we go, I want to invite you, if you've not already joined us inside the free Optimize CEO community Facebook group, it is so much fun. This is exclusively for online course creators. Maybe you've got a membership or you're an online coach and you want to optimize your business to six or seven figures. It's an amazing community. It's so much fun, so much support. A lot of videos going on in there, a lot of trainings going on in there. So if you'd like to join, totally free. Go to rickmulready.com forward slash group. rickmulready.com forward slash group. And I'd love to see you in there. Cool? Thank you, my friend. As always, super appreciate you. Be well. And I'll talk to you on the next episode here in the Art of Online Business Podcast. Do you want to avoid the seven biggest mistakes that burn through course creators ad money? I see these over and over and over again, and I put them together in a mini email series. This is not fluff. Each of the seven mistakes, I also have a recorded video tutorial showing you inside of Facebook ad manager how to fix those mistakes. This is good, solid, and it will save you money or help you make more money with your Facebook ads click down in the show notes below. You'll see the link and you can go download it right now for free.